kid have a wild and crazy spirit that you worry about diminishing by reining them in and pulling them back from the cliff? Does your kid still have accidents at eight years old? In their pants. And accidents are natural. <laughs> I mean, in their pants. Um, and is the teacher of your child um, committed to a form of crime and punishment that you don't agree with? If any of these problems affect you, or even if they don't, you're listening to the right podcast. It's Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid, the parenting podcast from the Irishman abroad, the Zero Judgment Parenting mm. Podcast, because all of those problems, regardless of whether they affect you, everyone with them, the uniform thing and the thing that gets into every email is people think it's just them with yeah, the problem. It's, it's not. not. It's not. Tina's here with me. She's the one with the expertise. <laughs> 20 years in the business, uh, working with the most severe behaviours you can imagine. Yeah. And I love it. She's seen it all and she doesn't judge it all. No. She's always got always a a, reason and an approach always... and a tactic to help you break whatever behaviour you're putting up with in three to four days best case scenario yeah or if you know it's a little bit different and the child is the behaviors are out out of their control help you manage Mm, their behaviors okay well uh, you know tina i thought about that free and crazy spirit that's going to be question number one okay Uh, i can't wait to get into that one because i wondered are were you more of a you know a risk taker or uh guys can we put the uh tops back on the scissors because somebody's going to get hurt uh, I would love to say I was a risk taker, but I think I was very serious child, right. a very serious really? kid. This is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was so serious. Why is a kid serious that I, way? Like, the, there's always a kid who's like, settle down, everyone, someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. And then there's me. a kid who's like, let's jump off the shed. <laughs> let's see what happens. We'll use our coats as parachutes. Oh, my God. I know. Like, Dara, when you tell those jokes in your show, it's so funny. And you were like, like, you weren't That's a careful kid. You weren't a crazy kid. You were like, um, you were like a strange mm. person. I definitely had. Um, <laughs> so one of the stories I tell on the show is about me stowing away in the boot of yeah, my parents' car when they went to the pub. never believe it's true. They don't true. even believe it. Like, yeah. But there's other stories of me walking home from school mm. at four years old, which is, sounds like. To well, teach his mother a deal. lesson for being late. It was to teach her a lesson. I wanted to show her But look. the worst one, Jared, can we tell? What's the worst one? The worst one is when you scared the shit out of your mother. Ah, no, we're not telling Please, that come on. No, I think I was taking the piss uh, when I said this to my mother. Uh, that we were learning three. about religion in school and <laughs> they were saying that, you know, Jesus will come again to judge the living and the dead. <laughs> and we don't know in what form, uh, uh, in a very humble form. <laughs> it could be at any time, but he will come again uh, and you need to be ready for the second coming. <laughs> and um, I went home and said to my mother, am I Jesus? Is that possible? Am I, <laughs> Am I the second coming of Christ? Any Anyone? Any takers? And when you bring it up, she always says, we didn't like that. No, I didn't. <laughs> that wasn't a high point. I think that no. was a bit we scary. worried a little bit then. We were a bit afraid yeah. of you for a few days that day. <laughs> I was just taking it on like it could be anybody. It could be you. It could be me. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, and look, we didn't know that was Jesus originally until he went to the temple and got angry at everybody for selling stuff in the lobby. I can never remember the stories. Just you know, he flipped much. over the tables and he's like, how can you do this in my dad's house? And they were like, your dad. And they were like, yeah, my dad's God. And they were like, oh. And they were like, I just thought Christmas was really weird that year that you were born. <laughs> 
Okay, you're being Toby. Um, the um, episode today is got an extra large uh, portion to it that you can access over on patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad where we lean into the tween mm. teen side of things, which is a whole nother bag oh, uh, God, that we're starting to experience yeah. and lots of you are. Talking. And Jarlid is really schooling himself. I'm going in down area. in this. He I'm really like, double down he's on obsessed the and research. It's brilliant, yeah. Well, look, there's, this is your area is definitely the younging, the youngings. Uh, uh, the, I definitely take the weans, yeah. and you know we're all flying blind in terms of the teens, except for those that are in the area and have written great mm, books course, on it, and yeah. there's an abundance of those. But what do you do when your tween or teen just can't see outside of themselves? They just only focused on and themselves. Their 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 default setting is me, and you're just terrified that's them now that's the person they're going to be well that's the reassurance I have for you in the second half of the show you're going to want to hear because this is very very normal mm. really normal and there is ways and means of helping them mm. to uh, yeah, be more community or, orientated but it won't happen overnight Podcast at gmail.com is the email for the broader email network uh, honey you're ruining our kid uh, uh Honey, you're ruining at gmail.com. Honey, you are ruining our kids. I actually got my favorite ever email in last night. Okay, hit me. It was from a man. I won't name him. We're not supposed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the anonymous nature. Yep. (laughs) And he said um, that he loves the parenting podcast and he loves the running podcast and that he doesn't have kids and he doesn't run. Amazing. And and he is not doing something right. Yeah, but I don't think he should feel strange about that. We have loads of listeners. Who get in touch going, I listen to your podcast every week, but I don't have any kids. And but they're like, but now I feel like when I'm around my friends, I can actually help understand them things. or understand why their kid is acting yeah. like that and not judge them so much. I mean, we've all done cutter, that right? before we had kids, I think. We've all done silly things where we're like, Said you know, something. why is she being like that with yeah. her kid? And then you're like, oh, I totally know why she's doing that now. So that's Gosh. nice. That's nice. Yeah, that, yeah. that is cool. Mm. But like it is the chats, I suppose. That's the center yeah. of this. It's good conversation. And yeah. uh, we don't have a marketing budget. So we, people are hearing about it because of you and the word of mouth. And of course, it was on Angela Scanlon. That got repeated the yeah. appearance I made on yeah. Angela Scanlon. Yeah. Shout out to Angela we love and her Angela. lovely family. Yeah. Um, I do want to say uh, we are recording this late. Apologies for the late upload. It is very much the morning after the night before. Four did we nights. Have a busy week, did we? <laughs> four we, nights. Darla just did four belters. Four, four, four sold out nights at the Three Olympia in Dublin. Thank you, everybody who gigs. came out. Thank you, Tina. Oh, I can't say that, but they were I'm so proud. the gigs of my life. They, they were, were amazing. Absolutely. And you were so at home in that room. I think I'd love if we could just bring that room with us everywhere because it was the best I've ever seen. Ah, like you were hilarious. Well, I see the show all the time. I was still laughing. So that's well, a good the show time. Is, the show is in great nick. If mm. you want to come and see it in 2024, go to jigzer.com forward slash gigs. Meet myself and Tina after the show. We always stick around for yeah, pints. we love that. Uh, we're going to Leicester, Birmingham. Um, Kilkenny. Kilkenny. Uh, Warwick. Cork. Radlett. Um, um, Radlett. Yeah. Glasgow. Bristol. Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> um, uh, where else? Waterford, uh, Sligo, big, Westford. That's a big London show. Oh, yeah. Shepherd's Bush Empire on March 8th. Uh, more about that in the coming weeks, but it is on sale now from Ticketmaster.com. Let's get to the questions, Tina. We have a belter to start things off. Honey, you're ruining your kid. 
is my Monday coffee. What a great oh, opening line for this email. Way. I live for this show. Thank you both for doing this for free. <laughs> yeah, I wish it wasn't for free, but it is for free. I mean, that's the bit that always gets me. You guys are doing this for free, hoping I haven't made you rethink your social conscious choices because I need your help. My four-year-old daughter is obsessed with horses. She's obsessed with the horses and has been begging to start horse riding. It took me ages to find a horse riding centre that would take her when she's still so young. Four years old. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. I mean, that's real jockey stuff. Like, yeah. I also grew up in horse racing. And I mean, four year olds wanting to be on horseback yeah. was a very common thing. Um, she, this kid is obviously just the same way, obsessed. Eventually, we found the perfect place. A bit of a drive, but we thought we'll give it a go because she seems so into it. What <laughs> <laughs> a good parent this is. However, things are not going well. Oh. My daughter keeps trying to gallop off on the horse. I'm sorry oh for laughing, but this email cracks me up because this kid obviously has a vision in her head yeah, of the hair flowing in the wind and yeah. Yeah, she's like, I was away. born to do this, mommy. <laughs> yeah. But like also the so amount dangerous. of jockeys I grew up next to who were fearless. Yeah, I think you kind of have to be, don't you? This sounds like a kid that has a future in this. Yeah, maybe. I talked to a jockey on Irishman Abroad once and I said to him, do you ever get uh, scared that like you're going 60 miles an hour on a wild animal? And he said that the red light doesn't come up and he said the next time or if it ever does, that's when you quit. Oh. This kid does not have the red light. She's way too brave, her mom says. We can't seem to get her to understand that while horse riding is fun and cool, yeah. it's always super dangerous. How can we get our daughter to be more careful without damaging her wild spirit? <laughs> oh, I, I love this kid. Love so it. Like, that's like, I would not love to have this kid. No. But yeah, because I'm trying to think about it like... <laughs> What's happening there really is the kid doesn't see any problem with what's happening. You know, she's got to go to horse riding now. It's the best thing that's ever happened. And she's living her best life. To be the mom who's watching her kid and terrified she's going to break her back every second because she's being like really carefree and careless. That's not a nice place to be when you're stressed out. You're doing a really nice thing for your kid. Right. And it's so stressful. Let me jump in there. Okay. Right. As a man who attended horse riding lessons reluctantly <laughs> I, I do not like horses no, I'll be really straight don't. with anybody listening to this going oh this is wonderful I love horses too I do not understand the fascination with yeah. this creature they are lethal they do not like us and why would they Charlotte I like horses and I think you're a little no. bit you're a little bit what do you me. like about these horses they're Just so beautiful yeah you see they're, they're clever so too. surfacy isn't it when you get to know a horse Look, they're quite clever they're so shallow they're oh, so beautiful they give you hugs they do in their hole they'll try and kick you in the face at the first opportunity <laughs> why would horses like us we are nailing shoes to their feet <laughs> They're like, what? I don't. I, I was just grazing. Now you've put metal on my feet. I, I liked my hooves the way they were. But their hooves get sore without the shoes. Because you're riding them. <laughs> oh you don't see horses in the wild going, excuse me, could somebody nail metal to my feet? Because I need them reinforced. Would Nature I... made their feet fine to carry themselves. Well, they, These animals, this mom is 100% right. Horse is 
dangerous. Yeah. And you don't want to show your kid a load of YouTube videos of oh God, kids no, bursting themselves no, off no, horses. No, 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 no. But it is not your job as the mom. No, no, that, it definitely. Is the, teacher's the teacher job. And this is the best bit about this question is you she's actually going to continue to be the hero who is making her daughter's dreams come true. Because you got to go to that instructor and you need to say, she's going to hurt herself because she's too brave. Mm -hmm. I just need you to tell her the rules and the safety and everything that needs to be explained to her when it comes to horses. I wouldn't even do that. What? I think that that's the equivalent of someone coming up to you as a preschool teacher and saying, she is, you have to tell her. To be careful with the scissors. She's always cutting herself. I would appreciate that, though, as a teacher, because you don't... But like, you'd be going, uh, of course I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah, I guess. But then there's also the angle of, is it a parent coming to tell you, look, my child is a liability. You don't know them well enough sure? yet. Because I've definitely been that mother yeah. who's had to go into teachers and say, my child's taking the piss with you. But here's He's the doing thing. basic stuff you, because he knows you think right. that's all he's capable of. Like, I know horse, that. Horse riding is an extreme sport. Yeah, it is, it is. Think about it. You're getting on the back of this really powerful wild animal that yeah. has been tamed, inverted commas, yeah. broken, well, and a strap has been put around its belly honestly, so that you can sit on it and act like you're the boss. You are not the boss of this animal. I have I've talked to A.P. McCoy about this. I said to Sir A.P. McCoy, who's winning the races, you or the horse? And he said, it's the horse. It's 80% the horse. Even oh. He said it might be 90% the horse. It's 10% me. Well, that These just shows how humble he is. Are in charge. Yeah. They are the bosses. But when you go to that riding school teacher and go, "Will you make sure that she's careful?" They're going to look at you, going, "Do you think I have no respect for health and safety? I will lose my job if I'm not mm. careful." I don't know. I don't think you can say that, though. I don't think you can say you can't go to a teacher and just say, "Can you be?" Can you, my child's a little bit wild. Okay, okay, I think okay. if your child has that wild, like can't see fear energy, you need to let the mm. teacher know because they don't know that that kid is not going to scare easily. I'm interested to know how the kid is galloping off. Yeah, As she said trying. But like, because when you start. Have you never been taken away by a horse? I have. Oh, I've been run away with many times. Oh I've been God, dropped and awful. run into hedges and thrown into <laughs> ditches. This would explain my fear of horses. <laughs> <laughs> I but, definitely galloped on one of my first lessons and I was gone for a and while. The, and like, this is probably the answer to this mm. question. This shit's going to take care of itself. She is going to I fall know. off. They told me you're not a jockey till you fall off three times. Yeah. She's going to fall off once and she gets a fright. It's literally like uh, when your kid is running poorly with poor form, dragging their toe. And slapping themselves. No, on the dear, I'm really surprised. Eventually, she gets a fall off the horse where she's wearing her back protector and her helmet. And she goes, Oh, I need to be a bit more careful about this. Yeah, but I mean, it is trial is, and error with horses. That is just like you, that joke you used to do about your mother when. Let Mike, him fall. Mike, let him, how will he know what his blood tastes like if he <laughs> don't let him taste his own blood? I was like, What? I don't want my child's mouth smashed open, thank you. No, 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 no. Fair enough. No, At no, some no, point, no. she might fall, and that is unfortunate. She but we can protect fall. them from that no. with rules and letting her know. Not with horses. Like, not with, oh, not with horses. Christ, this is such a triggering question no, for it's you. No, really, like, Katina, it is like saying, uh, riding a unicycle. 
we can prevent them from falling. No, your kid is going to fall off the horse for I the never very fell reason. Fell off the horse for the I you didn't ride, ride them long enough then I because the horse for the for very you. reason that I said that you're not in charge and this is an animal with its own ideas. Maybe for you what just didn't meet any do. of the nice horses. I don't. Listen, listen, I don't listen, want to listen. sound privileged. People. I had a horse called BB Beauty, and I loved BB Beauty. <laughs> and Tell I didn't us get about BB. I didn't get to choose her name. Was she called BB Beauty, or did you have a stutter at the time? BB Beauty. <laughs> That's she, not I, I love nice. <laughs> but she would see me coming with my basket of combs and stuff, and she'd be so happy basket to see of me. Combs. <laughs> Basket of combs. And I would brush her hair and braid it, and she'd give me a little nuzzle. She was nice. This sounds like a dream. It wasn't a dream. Sounds like a cartoon you watched. Oh, no, my basket of combs, and my then, hair in a plait, and, and my baby, summer dress. Maybe you should have to go and live in. She didn't get on with one of the other horses or something bullshitty like that. All oh, right. So then Here's she had the to go to my auntie and uncles in Petty Croy. So anytime I was down there, I got God, to see her, and she always remembered sound me. Like the richest kid <laughs> in the history of the world. And then my pony had to go and live. Well, it's not a pony. It was a horse. They're ponies. Are they? I never this knew. kid's not riding horses. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Although, do you know what? Baby Beauty hated my brother. Anytime David got up in her sheet, mm. off. What's that they thing they call? The What's yeah. that thing when they throw book. you? Book. Yeah. She book them off. Like, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I probably do have a bit more knowledge of ponies oh. than others. And I would say to this mom, you need to stop attending the lessons. No. I, I know that you probably don't. Everyone attends. I, I doubt they're going to let her I'm just saying that you might need to look the other. You might need to look the other way for yeah. a while. Or take some because volume. it can also be that, you know, it clearly they don't have a background in pony riding themselves. Maybe. Right. Yeah. OK. So you're overly cautious because you're going uh, she's crazy. She likes to ride the bike off when we are trying mm. to hold on to the back of it. The instructors, if you say it's a good school, they know. They've seen kids yeah, like no, your they kid. Are, they will be look, able to harness it. But I stand by my point that this is self-correcting because she learns an awareness of how risky this is simply through falling off getting back on and realising I need to stay more in control here. Okay. This isn't about, yeah, so let's away. Agree, let's agree then that leaving this question, it's a little bit of you, self-correction, yeah. and a little bit of me thinking, I think it's okay to inform your child. I think it's okay to read mm, books. Definitely. I think it's okay to let them know that you need to be careful. I think mm. it's also your lived experience. Mm. You're right. Mm. I don't want anything to ruin and this girl's energy. Sure. She sounds amazing. But also, uh, as a riding teacher, mm. they're probably onto it too. Yeah, because, because their insurance them, and everything. They need yeah. kids that will listen. Yeah. I got shouted at at riding school more than anywhere in my life. Really? Because the teachers were scared shitless. Because where that I you went. you were going to break your neck because a lot of people get hurt doing yeah. this. Our instructor never shouted because she was always afraid of spooking the horses. Mrs. Fahey on the Nace Road. <laughs> oh my God. God rest her. She just bellowed at you from one. In fairness, she was shouting from one side of a field to another, yeah. but she could project that voice. 
I have some faith in the writing school is what it is. I think your we kid's going to be fine. Extremely and maybe privileged. in years but, to come, but anyone we'll be listening hearing to of this her outside, winning the Grand National. Yeah, but anyone listening to this outside of Ireland, it's pretty normal for kids in Ireland to yeah. do horse riding. Most it's people not, are on horseback yeah, at all times. It's not like in England where it's very privileged thing. Yeah. I mean, it's still privileged. Everyone it, is But like, it's much easier to, to ride a horse here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time mail- mailer, but long time listener. Tina, I'm really interested to know what you think about my question with your background in teaching. Yesterday, my son's teacher told him off for getting an answer wrong. Okay, straight away. In front of the class? Who gets told off for getting an answer wrong? Well... Unless his answer was... (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know that happens, but still, I don't think it's okay. If he burped his answer... (laughs) Then maybe <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, as a punishment, she made him miss out on his break time. You see? No, okay. No, that's, and that's where you okay. jump in. Mm-hmm. My son is a pretty busy boy, but he is only nine years old. Okay, tough I've age. got a lot of feelings about this. I'm trying to consider the teacher's point of view, but I genuinely feel quite annoyed over it. I understand if a child is misbehaving that every school has their own behavioural policy. But particular teachers seem to have insane expectations for kids in her class. This particular teacher. Okay, right? yeah. When did we start punishing kids for not knowing stuff? Okay, so he didn't know the answer, right? Oh. That's interesting. So it wasn't uh, back chat or cheek. She seems to be putting time pressures on kids to answer questions. But not every child can work this way. Again, going back to our last episode and the neurodiverse kids, there's multiple reasons why kids can't work that Uh, way. I have nothing wrong with me that I know of that way. And I can't answer questions on the spot like that. Even now in this podcast. Yeah, I get really frustrated. You have no idea how many times we have to pause (laughs) as Tina looks out the window into the distance for inspiration. My son gets easily mixed up. When he feels Aww, under pressure. Poor boy. Am I wrong to be upset about this? What can I realistically? Jarlath, I love your advice too. I just know from listening that Tina is the teacher. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Thank you guys for the podcast. It's an absolute lifeline for me and a tonic. Well. Well, first of all, I'm so sorry this <laughs> happened to your kid. Because he's nine years old and now he's being humiliated. And he'll remember that. He's going to remember. That's a core memory for him. And I feel awful for him. And thank God he is a mother who, when it was reported home, is taking. And while she is trying to understand the teacher's point of view, she has taken on board that something happened to her kid that she knows is wrong. Yeah. But I do want to say that there does need to come with a health warning that you've given me around your kid telling you what happened in school. Yeah, you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. There has to be. It has to be taken with a pinch of salt what's yeah, the expression that's correct yeah. okay. pinch of salt and throw it over get, the shoulder I always get it wrong like <laughs> your, your kid is telling you that he got a question wrong and had his lunch break taken away now let's be honest is that possible oh, it, it is it is possible or is that there it, other stuff that is possible that that is 100% true and it's also possible that there's a lot of other stuff in there right. that didn't happen now I have seen I think I'm not that young, but I'm not that old yet either in terms of You're teaching. A baby teen. <laughs> in terms of teaching. But there are some teachers who came before us who, I, I'm sorry, are very old school in how they teach. And they are being pulled up on it 
because there are, you know, it's not acceptable anymore to Mm -hmm. treat kids like that. And younger teachers don't do that. They just would never. It would never come into their head. And if they do, that's so wrong. Because we all know you do not humiliate a child. You do not punish them. And you do not take away stuff from them unless it's like severely, you know, out of control behavior. Can I jump in again? But I just wanted to say... It is believable to me because mm. I remember walking to a classroom in one of God, my in yeah. one of my old schools, and I saw a kid, a gorgeous child, very shy little girl, being humiliated in front of the class. The teacher not only called her up because she was talking or something, but she knew she knew well this kid wouldn't know the answer. She knew well, and in that moment, I was like, "Okay, what do I do? This is my colleague. Like, this is one of my friends." Gross. So what I did was I stood in the classroom, the middle of the class, and I just stared her down, the teacher, until she stopped. Because what she was doing to that kid was horrendous. Yeah, an, an imprint that could go, last she for... She never went and said anything about it. She never brought it up with me. But I was like, I see you. And what you're doing right now is not okay. And you know well if I leave this classroom and go tell any other teacher you're doing this, you're going to be in trouble. This is very sexy stuff. Oh, <laughs> shut up, because I just hate that. I love that you were there for that kid. But that kid was a beautiful because little person who didn't need this. And who, and I I could see the teacher was like, oh, you were talking where you were. Let's let the whole class know how stupid you are. Come oh, up here and do this. Right. Mass. So I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I think you're totally right. I should never have doubted that this kid. Well, that this we happened. don't know. You're, you're right. right. Probably, you I'm have sure to be careful about what your like kids your, tell us. It also sounds like your kid's a character and I love those kids. And she is being right? careful because she's considering mm-hmm. both sides. Sure. Right. Yeah. But here's here's the question, regardless of any of that. Okay. Is it ever acceptable to take a kid's freaking lunch break? I think not. Um, well, that's a hard one because, like she says, it comes down to school policy. Balls. If that is one of the behaviors. crap policy. Yeah, it's a crap policy. But if that kid is a danger to other kids in the yard. That's then, different. Then it's different. Yeah. If that kid has. As a punishment yeah. for getting something wrong in oh, class. Oh, God, no, 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 no never, that. never, 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 never. I think you but need to get that, in there. Yeah, no, I. I'll OK, I'll let you get there. Sorry, <laughs> okay. I could, there Sorry. I am again, not able to get my words out. I definitely think she needs to request a meeting with this teacher. Uh, I would ask maybe for the principal or the year head to be there too. Uh, early years head, whatever. Would you? Well, yeah, because you need a witness. You need backup. Yeah. You need backup. If you have a partner, maybe they go with you, but don't bring your child. And don't go in um, all guns blazing. Basically, just the way you approached us with your question, just be like, I'm just a bit confused. I mean, how bad was the behavior that it warranted this? Yeah, or, I, or uh, listen, I, I want to... We want to help, help with my kid, yeah. uh, as I know he can be a handful sometimes. Yeah, and you have to be. But really... you wouldn't say that. <clears throat> well, you how would to... you say? It? Let's get this right because this is the this is yeah. the actual intricacy of the help that a lot of people need. Mm. Is how do you word it, coming mm. from your background, Tina? Yeah. To best get the best response. Well, you have to keep your cool, because what you're doing, what you don't want to do, is get that teacher's back up, because then they'll just be like. There's no talking to the parents either. It's not just the child. It's the, the mother's parents. a nightmare. The mother, no wonder he's like that. So what you need to do is kind of bring them in. Get them on your side. Be like, I need help. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I want him to be happy at school. Something must have happened. Do you think there's something upsetting him? You know, uh, is it normal for 
my child to lose their break. It seems a little bit over the top for me. Was he doing something dangerous? Because in reality, that's the only reason a child should be separated and taken away. So you good, Tina, you good. Now, I mean, there's loads of people listening to this going. But going in angry will never work for you. They will just think there's no talking to those parents. It's just like dealing with anybody in authority. Yeah. Like you ring, even like you remember you rang the the tax office that time. Oh my God, that man was so hard. Bollocks on the end of the phone. And like you did try the softly, softly method. And he was like, you know, straight on top of you. But the bit of England in me was like, you're being a jerk to me. I was like, why are you talking to me like this? And I would say that to them too, going in is like, just be very clear that asking for an explanation as to what took place Mm. is not above and beyond. No, also asking for the explanation will make that teacher think twice about doing Doing it again. again. There you go. And and if there was a good reason for it, you should have been told. Mm. Like you're like, there's no way a teacher's allowed to do that and not inform a parent. And for me, I think... If the school says, well, we do have a policy where if a child is not performing in class, they lose the lunch break. So, well, I think if I talk to, I think that we need to talk about that policy. Because yeah, for no, me, that policy just wouldn't exist. Lunch because break. They wouldn't be allowed to write that in. They yeah. just can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So if they say that that's the policy, yeah, you got to have a chat no, about that. You go to Department of Education or you go to Offset or wherever country you live in. And- break time is oh yeah but also it's such a punishment it's so over the top taking away their friendships he's nine years old you're isolating him from the class you're making those kids think he he, that's okay Mm. you're also showing them how to isolate they're othering him yeah Yeah. it's not good and as a young lad who did not particularly like school (laughs) (laughs) you're really sharing today really did not uh Lunch break was what it was all about for me, particularly at nine, playing football at nine time. Did you have a bold wall in your school? We had a bold wall in St. Paul's. And I remember getting sent bold wall. a bold wall. Like, like this is like the opposite of a Hall of Fame. <laughs> it was awful. Your picture goes up on the bold wall. The bold wall. wall was always full and you weren't wa- allowed to talk wait, to the person. What's the bold wall? They, were on, they stood against the you wall. It stand. wasn't like your photo went up and went, no, congratulations, no. Tommy Lacey. <laughs> Sorry. On another week of being bold. That's three weeks no. straight. <laughs> no, you, if you're in the yard and you did something bold, you were sent to the bold wall and you just stand there like the wall of shame for the whole lunchtime. Tough. And now that I'm older, I realise like I had one day at the bold wall. I told somebody to fuck off or something for calling me Tina Turner. I got called Tina Turner a lot. Oh, that was really triggering for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, uh, it's amazing that you didn't have a problem being called Miss Piggy. Uh, no, I love that. That was a compliment. <laughs> Tina Turner, one I of the greatest know, performers the world has ever seen. But I didn't know who Tina Turner was when I was a kid. You and just thought it was an annoying bit of alliteration. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Tina Turner. I didn't know. She wasn't like in my atmosphere yet. I may have been telling you you were simply the best. <laughs> I'm sorry for that joke. That's a terrible <laughs> joke but i know now from being a grown-up that the reason i was left at the bowl wall so long that day because that stupid teacher just forgot about me Dope. you know and like the teachers like, you <laughs> got it yeah i think i was seven your little legs like this thing about any of these punishments i do think it's doubly harsh because when you're yeah. that age 
you just remember it. I mean, thankfully, those punishments don't exist anymore. I mean, I do feel like secondary school is a little weird area where punishments are really still going oh, strong. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. In a second. Well, I hope half we help this mum. I really do think she has to make an appointment with the teacher. If she can keep her cool, keep a camp, bring a partner, bring somebody with her, not the child. Yeah. Try and have someone else there with the teacher, so she yeah. has to talk in front of another grown-up and explain Absolutely. herself. And don't go, Melissa McCarthy, in this is forty. I'll, I'm going to drop that clip. Also, <laughs> also, don't let the teacher know. I'm being really bold now. Don't let the teacher know why you're asking for the meeting. Uh, that gives her a chance to prepare. Gina, this is gold. No, but don't do, don't let her know. Just say I need. I'm a little bit worried. Something happened. I want to come in, uh, or just I'm a little bit worried about his, how Keep he's it doing. General. Keep it very general. Very good. Do not let her know. Oh, this is great. Great stuff. <laughs> Jarlath and Tina, I need your help and guidance. I love that I got it included there. Like, all I do is read out the emails, lads. <laughs> My son is seven years old, very close to turning eight. We're having regular accidents, not just urine-related. He has issues with both. He was easy to toilet train and never had accidents when he was younger. I have to throw away the underwear. Uh, oh, and no. I'm close to having to have our couch reupholstered oh flip holy crap that's that's a lot you've obviously read this yeah and i haven't it started shortly after his dad left oh god so i know it is related but it has been a year with no progress and i just don't know what to do how do i help my child i'd love to take him to counseling but i'm just not in a position to do that right now it is massively expensive to do that Hoping you guys can help. It's really upsetting me not being able to make him stop. He doesn't have accidents at school. That's great. Yeah. So I know he understands what is appropriate. Well, there's light there. Or does he not have accidents at school because he just holds it all in till he gets home? Maybe he's not Mm. going to the toilet at school. I would be more inclined to think that he's like, that's not something I do there, but I get loads of hugs and attention when I do it at home. Am I wrong on that? I'm going off what you've told me over the years of doing this podcast. Well, my heart breaks for this kid because he's been abandoned. He feels abandoned. And uh, he is definitely going through some turmoil, emotional turmoil, and this is how it is showing itself. And this is... Very infuriating if you're the parent. Have you seen this? Have I seen regression like that when a child is uh, going through something? Absolutely. Mm. It's the most normal thing to happen. Sometimes it's if they're not well or something's brewing or if they're really emotionally sad and worried, they will wet. Mm. They will have that. And is it like... Uh, I don't know how to put this. Is it on purpose or are they... I don't believe it's on purpose. I think they just... It's just a way it manifests. Right. So kind of a loss of control or. Yeah. Or or consciousness of that control. Yeah. And like it's a really, really hard one because that's not really the issue for me. Mm. That is something that's happening because of something else. Mm-hmm. So we need to help this mom help the child through what he's going through that is causing him to be so upset and within himself that this is the byproduct of that so i would this is a a big kid 
Yeah, I mean, he's a yeah. big kid and he's like... He's well able to talk is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so like, if you, you, there's that light too. And we've seen this a few times when we lived in England. We've seen parents disappear. And I never literally, literally had gone. a separate life and uh, yeah, in, have a second family. In, I and mean, stuff, that yeah. happened to two different people yeah. in our yeah. area. Community, and, yeah. uh, I was so shocked. And I the mean, impact on the kids was massive. The impact on those kids was horrendous. Mm-hmm. And the poor mothers or dads Dreadful. who were left carrying the load. Um, <sighs> so my heart breaks for this mom and this kid because this is this is kind of. Like, it's kind of hard to even know how to navigate this question because there's so you just worry so much for these two people. But there has to be someone who can help you either. I know you're saying money is tight, but the school needs to provide extra care for your son right now. Hmm. You need to go into that school, make an appointment and you need to ask them what resources are available to me because I need help. There is no shame in that because Mm. your son needs your help right now. He's sad. And Mm. I know it's been a year, but to him, he's still feeling whatever he's feeling just the same as Mm. he did when it happened straight away because he doesn't understand why it happened. The school will actually respond well. I think that that's the other thing. Well, hopefully, you hope. Yeah, and look, they have a responsibility to respond well because someone's coming to them with this. Yeah. And if they don't, they can get in a lot of trouble. Exactly. Once you go, you take the steps and yeah, you go. Now it's in. There's something yep. has to happen. It's now, now. officially yeah. flagged. Yeah. You have done your job as a parent. Mm. You have gone and sought out help. Online resources to, available to this lady. I don't know where they live, but Jigsaw is incredible. Well, guess what I'm going to suggest? I don't know. Headplan Journal. The Headplan Journal is brilliant. He's eight years old. The one for kids. Now, that is expensive, but she could just look well, at one 20, and make her 20-ish, own. 20-ish, 30. Yeah, that's expensive for a notebook. But I'm not, I, I'm not messing. This thing's going to change things. It is amazing. Right like, away. We've mentioned Headplant Journal so much that I really think by now Headplant Journal should have sent well, us. We should something. have a box of them and we yeah. should send them to oh, anybody with these problems. That would be a problems. nice thing to be able to do. But um, Headplant, I only get incredible feedback from people who started using them with their kids. They're like, this is a game changer. Because so it's not just a diary. It actually yeah. gives them tasks yeah, to answer Yeah, it's guided questions. Yeah. yeah, it helps them process yeah. their talks. So the diary is just too blank. Yeah. And it ends up just getting smaller and smaller. The entries mm. become smaller. But with Headplan Journal, it's like, what was a thing in your yeah. day that did X? And teaches them how to reflect. Upon mm-hmm. stuff, which is amazing. Well, they wouldn't answer that question unless yeah. they had the journal. So I, I'm going to say to this mom, okay, if you can try to cope with the wetting and the soiling, um, I would not give it any attention. Definitely no negative attention. You know, get him to change his clothes, get him to put his pants in the bin. You know, but don't be mean or anything about it. Just don't give much for mm. that. Don't give much away. Then when he's all dressed and clean and everything, you know, find something amazing that he's done or notice a moment mm. of him being, in, you know, smiley or something. Give him hugs. He needs hugs. But don't give him anything for the soiling. Now, we're not going to address that behavior because I really think that behavior is from something else. And that something else is so big that he doesn't know what to do with himself so i think go to the school get somebody to help he needs to talk to somebody who's not his mom because he is probably so worried about you too 
because he's heartbroken and he knows my mom must be heartbroken as well. Mm. He needs a he needs a stranger in his life, a teacher, somebody who's not going to have emotions linked to the person who left them. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, wow. hopefully, with a little bit of help, he will stop this. Mm. In time. In time. But this is something that's because of something else. Well, wow. I think. I think. You Great know, I answer, think. Tina. And if we're wrong, come back yeah. to us. We will. We will. We are. I'm happy for people to come back. That's our episode here on the free platforms. But come on over to patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad. This is the month to do it. Start the new year, new year fresh with loads of great listening over there, including the running podcast with Sonia O'Sullivan. Get guidance on getting back out there, getting healthy in 2024. And of course, Marion McKeown yeah. leading us through the American politics American maze. Yeah. If you feel overwhelmed by the news in the sense that I don't even know what's going on anymore. Marion makes sense of it all every single Friday and it returns a little bit of calm to your life yeah, when you have kids that can be that sense that I just never get to well, catch up. I always think it makes me feel like I'm I'm in tune with the world. Mm. Like, And I feel like if I end up being, I have a little bit of a social anxiety since the pandemic because we stopped going out and mm-hmm. doing things. But the Marion podcast and you and Marion actually make me feel like, well, I, I will be able to talk. In, to people. If, in, if this comes in, up. In public. I'm yeah. not an idiot. I, am, I actually know something about this. <laughs> Definitely not an idiot, Tina. Massive <laughs> help to people this week, as always. You. Honey, you're running your kid at gmail.com. Keep the emails coming and hopefully we'll see a few of you over on Patreon for the second half when we get into those teenage issues of might be a teeny weeny bit self-centered at this point. <laughs> teeny, how do you teeny, deal with it? Teeny weeny bit selfish. <laughs>